Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. Happy Tuesday, happy September if you're listening. It still feels like summer in Southern California where I'm at. But I know um, my dear friends that are the fall lovers are ready to start decorating in pumpkins and leaves and all the pumpkin spice. I'm not there, you guys. I'm not there yet. (laughs) Um, I still feel like it should be a little bit of summer left, but I'm just um, happy we're here. And if you're a fall lover, welcome as well. We can still be friends, I promise. I am coming to you guys today to talk about failure. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I'm sure you've read articles, heard some quotes about the importance of failing and failing is part of life and we should redefine failure. You know, failure is actually a step in the right direction and failure is moving towards success. All the things, right? I don't know about you, but sometimes when I hear these things, if I'm not in the right mental space, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 sure. Failing is part of the process and I shouldn't call myself a failure and I shouldn't do this or do that and just get on with it. (laughs) Um, And I don't think that it's that simple and it is actually far more profound and it speaks volumes to the people that maybe we look up to or think about um, when we think about success. You know, I, I know there's like hundreds and maybe thousands and millions of YouTubes on um, successful people who quote-unquote failed high school or failed their first business launch and you know now they're excellent entrepreneurs and you know top one percent in in the income realm right they're just millionaires or you know the the colonel of CF um uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Is that his name? The Colonel. <laughs> With his recipe, he was rejected a thousand and seven times until someone said yes to him. Those are all examples of quote unquote failing, right? Like if someone keeps saying no, you're not, that's not it, that's not good enough, you're not doing it, we can very much get in the mindset of like, okay, that's it. I'm walking away and I'm giving up and there's nothing more I can do about that. But of course, that is not the best course of action. And sure, sometimes there's some things you can put to rest, but only you would know if that's something like, okay, maybe I'm I'm in this for the wrong reasons and there's an, uh, another laying, another opportunity that is um, an open door to a new form of success. But regardless, all of our 
falling short and stumbling along the way is part of the process. This episode actually is um, hitting me very near and dear because I was feeling a certain kind of way um, when it came to recording this episode. Um, In the last episode, I spoke about spirituality and the meaning behind that and um, just asking you to take a look at where you're at in your spiritual health and some questions. And I, and I even mentioned like, Oh, I feel pretty vulnerable in this space and a little intimidated by the topic, but I feel so, um, passionate and fired, fired up by, by speaking about my faith and what it has done to feel me and to move me in the right direction. Um, but shortly after that, I was feeling a little, um, down and out and overwhelmed by the list of things I had to do. So the day it came to record this episode, I just, I didn't have it in me, friends. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, it feels like I'm, I knew I wasn't going to give up, but it, it, I, I know that feeling. I know that reckoning of like, ugh, I don't want to do it. I'm feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious. And, um, that's part of the process of doing something new for me, right? Engaging in this podcast world in running my own business and creating different things. There are so many different puzzle pieces right now, um, coming together. And I'm sure you all can relate to this, whether or not you've started your own business, starting a new job, buying a new home, starting a new career, going back to school, the the list is endless you know having a brand new baby there are so many reasons as to when newness feels like it's flooding us and when that happens we can get caught up in the detail in the minute of it and in that instant it feels like we're falling we're failing we're never going to see the end of that and it's so untrue um and so to throw out some cliche quotes out there for you, um, Albert Einstein sticks out to me, right? A person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. So we're going to make mistakes. We're going to stumble. We're going to follow along the process. And there's a great scripture in the Bible that I love. And it's, you know, we may stumble, but we will not fall in terms of God is not going to let us fall to the point of not coming back up. Stumbling is part of the process. It's part of trying something new. It's walking by faith in that you may not know all the answers. You may not see everything in the present, but taking a step in the right direction is taking a step of faith and saying, I'm willing to try it even if it's hard. I mentioned in the last episode that I am a huge fan of Brene Brown. So today episode is really going to revolve around a lot of quotes and a lot of readings that I've done on her on this topic of failing and getting back up and what this process is um is like and can be like and I'm gonna make it short sweet and simple for you all I want to give you guys five tactical things that you can do um when you feel like you're failing or you're falling or you're stumbling and um to get you started um this is from Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness. Now, this is a book I have not read. She has a, 
I don't know, maybe like 10 books. I've read, I think like five of them. Um, but this is one of the ones that I haven't gotten to, but I love this quote so much and it just sets the tone for what we're going to talk about today. She states, there will be times when standing alone feels too hard, too scary, and we'll doubt our ability to make our way through the uncertainty. Someone, somewhere will say, don't do it. You don't have what it takes to survive the wilderness. This is when you reach deep into your heart and you remind yourself, I am the wilderness. Now, because I haven't read this book, right? I know I don't know the details and the context of exactly what she's talking about, but I don't know about you. There's something profound when I read that, that we are the wilderness. We are complex. We are so much more than just the doing and the acting of some quote unquote achievement, right? And so if we get caught up in just the outcome, like, oh, because I do this, this will happen. And like, if it doesn't happen, then I'm a failure. Then of course we are going to get caught up in that, but we're so much more. We, we learn who we are through this process. And because we tried something new, like Albert Einstein says, we are making something new in the process, um, and becoming something new. And I just, again, this topic is hitting near and dear to me because of just this like recent experience. Like I told you recording this episode, but this is something I've walked through time and time again in different, in different seasons of my life. And I can guarantee that so have you. And so if this is something that is, you know, hitting near and dear to your heart, welcome friend. We are in this together. And this is something that, um, we can all learn from one another and be in dialogue about what this process even looks like for you and what you have gained from that. And from saying, Hey, at least I said yes. And I tried, and this is what I learned along the way. So here are five tactical things you can do. Um, when you're feeling like, okay, I'm about to give up or it feels like it's too hard. Number one, friends, in that moment, step away. <laughs> step away from the problem from, I don't know if it's a hundred pages you need to write or the paperwork or the organizing or whatever it feels that is flooding you and, and becoming too much for you in that moment. And in doing so, when you step away, not in the way of just ignoring and numbing and um, forgetting, you know, this is the time to, I would say, if you can, put on your walking shoes, your running shoes, your workout gear, whatever, go on a walk, move your body, jog, do high interval, (laughs) hit exercises, get some cardio, get your heart rate up. If you can, Trust me, if you're over flooded with stress, um, your body is in that stress response that we talked about in in, in our earlier episodes, um, and you might be operating out of a place of pain and you might, if your pain point is I'm a failure, then your next behavior point, you're turning to a coping skill of, right? When you're in pain, you're most likely going to avoid, numb, withdraw, whatever that might be for you. 
So if you're flooded with stress, go flood yourself with some endorphins, some healthy endorphins, and exercise is a quick way to get there. Walking, moving, stretching, cardio. Cardio is just a good way to get that heart rate up, and because of that, your your body is pumping out endorphins. Um, part of that is to keep you happy, right? Because you're a little bit in pain of that exerting your body. Um, and so your body naturally wants to flood you with some endorphins also to help um, the muscles, right? Like to ease your muscles. All of that is great. And that's why so many, you know, health experts talk about exercise. But number one, step away. And by stepping away, I mean, step away, walk away and do something with your body. Number two, go spend some time in nature, um, preferably alone and without distractions. Listening to music can be great, but sometimes literally leaving your phone behind or, you know, doing everything in your power not to put in the headphones so that, I don't know, if you have the opportunity to go to the beach, go on a hike, even if it's just going on a walk in your neighborhood, just listening to the sounds of nature, wind, birds, leaves, right? And even if it's you have a lot of traffic in your neighborhood, just the fact that you can hear what's going on around you is part of practicing mindfulness. And just feeling the air and being mindful of the air, feeling the sun on your skin. The sun is so good for us. We get great vitamin D. Sure, you don't want to do excess and get sunburned and, you know, all of the things that come with the sun, but actually exposure to sun and sunlight is actually one of the best ways to also get your body um, in that place of receiving some healthy endorphins and just exposure to to natural light outside of technology (laughs) screens and phones and laptops and tvs um so that's why i say if you can try to put away that that cell phone so you're not put it on do not disturb you can set aside an hour when you're on one of these like very intentional nature walks i know it's hard i did this like i mentioned and on the day that I didn't feel like recording, I couldn't get myself out of that space. I packed a bag, got my stuff, went down to the beach. I'm grateful that I live so close to the beach, but, and I had the intention of putting on some music and I got there and I had no reception and like none of my music was backed up. So I was like, okay, God, I hear you. You want me to spend some time with you here in nature without any other noise you know no outside of your natural um noises of listening to the waves of the you know the waves in the ocean and the birds and all the good stuff so anyways i just say that to say that i know it's hard our natural instinct is to revert to the things we know and do and listening to music is just such a common thing and like for me i was going to listen to worship music so that's like exalting God and for me it's such a beautiful expression and a relationship with God but like for you it might be whatever music you love and it's not to say that those things are bad it's just sometimes we need to even disconnect from that there's something so beautiful and profound about the existence of who we are 
in the presence of nature. And if you're at the beach and you can take off your shoes and actually feel the sand, this is all part of mindfulness and grounding yourself back in the moment. If you're okay with, I don't know, taking a light walk barefoot on the grass and stuff like that, all of that is just bringing us back to our connection to nature. So number one, step away and move your body. (laughs) Number two, get into nature preferably alone and without distractions um, and make it as practical as you need it right I said an hour but if you don't have an hour take five minutes five minutes friend you would be amazed but what five minutes can do to <laughs> change um, in in your body and in your mind and in your spirit number three spend some time journaling don't shy away from the feelings that you're actually feeling write it down. What are you feeling in this moment? Why does it hurt so much? If it hurts, it's probably because it's something that is meaningful to you or it's a significant loss. There is nothing wrong with feeling the feelings. When we try to suppress them and ignore them, it's when they come back up and surface and create more chaos in our life. So don't run away. And this is another Brene Brown quote that I love that kind of gives context to this. The truth is failing hurts. The dare is to keep being brave and feel your way back up. She calls this, this is the part of rising. We're willing to fail because we've learned how to rise. So even if you feel like you're falling and stumbling and failing at every turn, write about it. You are learning something out of that process. What are you learning in the moment? Take some time to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is, but this is what I'm learning out of it. This is what I'm getting out of it. And it's going to help guide you in taking your next step. Another kind of journal prompt that you can talk about or think about is go back in time. Think of a time where you were again, disappointed. You felt like you were failing. Um, what did you learn from that experience, right? Don't just go there just to feel more sorrow. Go there to reflect on the learning process. What what came out of that? In that moment, sometimes it's hard to see a different outcome or the, the learning experience or who you were becoming in that moment. But trust me, there's going to be a point in, in your past where you're like, oh yeah, from that I learned this. Or maybe I didn't know it then, but I know it now. And Brene puts it in a similar way. Your failures make your successes so much more meaningful. So there is meaning to your pain, right? There is purpose from that past. And there is purpose in the present of what you're walking through, even if it feels hard in the moment. So number four, I would say call a friend call a trusted friend. (laughs) Call a friend that you know you can call and they're going to listen without trying to bombard you with advice and, um, and, or I told you so. That's not the greatest friend to call in the moment. I, I, I wouldn't even say that's a great friend at all if they're always constantly saying, well, I told you so. Um, that doesn't seem like a supportive friend, someone who's understanding of where you're coming from, but a friend that you know you can count on to give you that space, that listening ear 
where they're not trying to resolve your your issues or your problems or um and and it's not to say that they're going to go into some pity party with you it's just they're going to be able to hold that space for you and be like oh I'm sorry friend yeah that's a lot like yeah and they might just be like yeah you're in this new season and you're taking on a lot and yeah that you know sometimes that's all we need is that reflective ear to say I hear you and with with appropriate time they can be like hey can I encourage you with something if you have a um faith-based foundation they might be able to pour in to you with some scripture some things of God to remind you of who you are and who he's called you to be and that he's never going to let you fall without getting back up right if you're not a person of faith this friend just might be able to support you and give you that space and say hey I hear you and I see you if you need help I'm here if you just want to go grab a cup of coffee let's go do that right like sometimes it's those kinds of quote-unquote interventions that are the most helpful not because they're trying to change you or fix you um and if you don't have a friend like that like I've mentioned before maybe it's time to get a therapist or a coach someone that you've invested in and that is invested in you and will help in these transformative moments and times to get through some of these things and lastly friends Step number five that I would say is after you've done these things or, you know, part of your journaling experience or in your mindful time in nature, start to think up of create an action plan. What is the next thing you can do? And then do it. What is the one thing you have to get done? Um, For me, it was, okay, I don't feel like recording this because I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I would, you know, kind of went through my pain um, cycle reciting my steps that you can listen to in episode two and three, and I would normally numb out, avoid, withdraw, but instead I'm going to reconnect with myself, spend some time in nature, some time with God, journal, and I did, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to record, I'm going to edit, and I'm going to do all the things and submit <laughs> and upload um, my podcast and do all the other things that I also have on my to-do list. This is not the only thing I do. So friends, create an action plan through that all this mindfulness experience and then just do it. Make one thing you can do and then, you know, and then continue to do this over and over. If you create a routine out of these five steps, if it can become a daily thing or even a weekly thing, I know that maybe getting into nature every single day might be too challenging, but you can go out for a walk. You can call a friend and have a five, 10 minute conversation or your partner, your spouse, and and you can journal. You can journal for five minutes, right? Like there's all these things are things you can do. They're not over the top. It's not this huge thing, but I get it. You need to go at your own rate and your own pace. So if you can create these things on a daily or weekly thing, then you're setting yourself up for a routine of success. Friend, you got this. Amiga, this is the part of arising to your true self. It's part of the process. Failing is not a final destination. It is just a stumbling upon 
and we get to learn so much from it. So, amiga, I hope you got something out of this. I know this was, I felt like I was even speaking to myself throughout this uh, recording. So, gracias. Hasta luego. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.